we'd like to welcome you back to our emergency freedom alert for July 13th, 2020. And this is a, you, this was mentioned in the last study briefly where Texas Health Department is trying to mandate mask wearing inside the home. Now, it's not enough to do it. So how are they going to monitor that? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, are they spies? Um, cameras inside the house? Frequent visits from the state? I mean, again, it just it depends what level of, of insanity humanity will put up with. And so this is just a little report on that from, from Dave Hodges. Now, his name, and I want to make sure I get this right, Nimi Kidd, with very kid-like views, I might say, to put a pun on this. He is the head of the Texas Division of Health. And what he's saying, I think, is beyond reason, is beyond stupidity. You'd think you're in the midst of a West African Ebola outbreak on a small village with no medical treatments and no protective gear. No, instead, you're in the modern state of Texas with intelligent, civilized, and mostly free-minded people. And this uh, mental giant is saying, you have to wear a mask inside. <clears throat> inside what? Inside your home. Hey, honey, we've found the answer to depopulation. This is unbelievable. Six feet social distance inside your home. Wear a mask. Let's assume that this is the medically prudent thing to do which it's not. But let's just make that assumption for a minute, shall we? Let's just say, okay, we need to wear a mask 24-7. Has anyone heard of hypoxia? How about people that have asthma or COPD or other breathing disorders and that are affected by wearing a mask because of what comes back into their lungs? How about them? Should they have to wear it too? No exceptions from what I understand. Um, I, I'm confused, though, because everything I read says you're only supposed to wear a mask for so long until it starts to have debilitating side effects on your immune system. And since we're fighting off this virus, shouldn't we be working on building up our immune systems rather than taking them down? Well, you would think so. But nonetheless, this uh, Nimi kid... Um, says that we need to wear masks inside and out and everywhere we are. I was in the gym uh, being out here in uh, San Diego, and we were in an L.A. fitness, nice facility, and they make you wear your mask while you're in there working out. So, man, you're just... <sighs> I watched one man. I thought I was having a hard time breathing. He had glasses on. They're all fogging up. He'd take his glasses off so he could work out. So, yeah, okay, you got the mask on, but you can't see anymore. This guy must have been in his 70s. And I just, I look at this stupidity, and this is what we're living through. And I'm going to ask you a question. Assuming they're, everything they're saying is correct and we should be doing all these ridiculous things, uh, what are we going to come back to? The coronavirus will still be here in a year. It'll still be here in five years. But our economy will not be, and neither will our nation. And we'll probably have 
foreign which would perfectly fulfill all of the deagle statistics that i've told you about about the predicted mass depopulation predictive massive um annihilation of our economy and the military in america by the year 2025 or 2024 one of those years not too far away well this could get us there quicker than you know this would be a major component of that so now we're seeing it all come to fruition how the the plan is how they're planning on doing this on our soil because we were too busy wearing masks not paying attention to what was really happening that's okay so we have that let's go to the next one the truth behind the mask this just came out today another brief video but it it's amazing all the different aspects of the satanic agenda behind this first we were told that wearing masks would do more harm than good which is what the science still supports but now even as the covid 19 pandemic is turning out to be less harmful than the seasonal flu we are being told to wear the mask austin texas has threatened a two thousand dollar fine for those not wearing the mask and have even suggested that we wear the mask while at home we still need people to wear the mask in public we still need people to keep social distance and isolation ryan the one thing i want to try to get across today is we need to do that when we're in our homes also science tells us that these masks are doing nothing but hurting our natural immune system so why is it so important that we wear the mask if one were to look at what is happening as if it were a massive initiation ritual, then things may begin to make more sense. The initiation ritual can be found throughout all of human history. We find it in ancient tribes and religions, all the way up to modern gangs, fraternities, and in the military. Psychological studies have taught us how initiation rituals work, primarily how they increase a person's desire to conform to the group they are being initiated into. The ritual is almost always the same. First, the initiate is isolated. Their familiar everyday routines are disrupted and their normal rules of living are altered. The initiates are made to look the same. Their heads may be shaved, they may be given matching outfits, or they may be instructed to wear a mask. They're showing Freemasonic rituals and also out going into the military, like basic training, what they do to you. These techniques symbolically strip the initiate of their unique identity so they can cease seeing themselves as an individual and begin seeing themselves as part of the group. The wearer of the mask loses his previous identity and assumes a new one. The initiate is then subjected to just enough trauma to put them in a mild state of cognitive dissonance. Yeah, like shelter in place. This dissonance puts the initiate into a state of confusion and anxiety. They are now ready to be transformed into a member of the initiating group. In their isolation, thoughts they have ignored or buried for years suddenly become unavoidable. Emotions are triggered and a new window of thought is opened within the initiate's mind. And in this state, the new normal is introduced. This worldwide initiation ritual is creating a massive separation in humanity. 
the obedient and the defiant are being drawn apart like a chemistry purification experiment. And it would seem that the obedient ones are being initiated into something. The new normal. The new age. The new world order. Yeah, exactly. A world where science no longer matters. A world where blind obedience is all that is respected. And if this is a worldwide initiation ritual. And now, now Trump's finally in the mask. He toured, uh, I don't know, Walter Reed or whatever. And now he's finally in the mask. He's finally being compliant. Now, granted, I'm not saying he wasn't part of this agenda the whole time. Um, I think he's a little too... His narcissism was a big reason he didn't want to wear the mask. But, you know, but um, yeah, he's, he's finally on board fully. Then we can certainly expect the obedient initiated to be turned against the rest of us. For Infowars.com, this is Greg Reese. <laughs> Shows these devils um, escorting this guy out of a grocery store because he wasn't a warning. I actually I had that video I last week um, that I gave the link for that. It's unbelievable. So we have that. Now, then we have this. The face masks are the mark of the beast in larval form. Okay. So... Now here we are today with these COVID face masks. A larva is a juvenile form that many infects, insects take before maturing into an adult. Often the appearance of the insect in larval form is quite different from the mature insect. In a matter of a few short months, we've gone from business as usual to cover up your face or you can't buy groceries. We don't exactly understand or agree on the precise nature of the threat, but in the blink of an eye, we've gone from mass being suggested to mass being recommended to mass being mandated in some locales to mass being mandated in all locales with new jersey leading the way masks are now being mandated outdoors in public spaces all of this and enforceable by law which is punishable by fines and risk of arrest we just told you about now they're telling you to wear them indoors in texas and colorado up to a year in jail if you know you violated too much. Um, all the while we're watching the experts on television nonchalantly inform us that our future participation in the economy and, and in society at large will be dependent upon our acquiescence to whatever new rules and mandates they throw at us, whatever whim that they have. That will be, and that we will be surveilled, monitored, vaccinated, and contact traced everywhere we go. Then in order to buy, sell, worship, or go to school or gather, we will have to show proof proof of submission to the system's demands in 2014 australian writer steve tritton warned us that we had already crossed the rubicon into this future and that in order to go all the way we needed only the right crisis to catalyze public opinion in favor of such measures he said quote perhaps in the midst of such turmoil or following a worldwide economic meltdown comes a momentous shift to a cashless society with an embedded device compulsory for every individual to participate in the new global financial order. However, the newly hatched revolutionary system will be one that ensnares humanity in a totalitarian global surveillance society unlike the modern world has ever uh, seen, uh, given such advanced technology will be in place. We have already crossed the Rubicon. And now again, that was Steve Tritton. In 2012, we published an article quoting the father of a San Antonio high school 
girl who was objecting to the school's requirement that all students wear RFID radio frequency identification badges to track students' whereabouts in an effort to reduce tardiness and truancy. He calls the badges the mark of the beast, and they certainly were an ample introduction to the emergent technology that will become what many fear is the real mark. So for the beast to make inroads on the effort to track and trace everyone, the progression needs to be incremental, touching on the key points of fear along the way, always increasing the intensity of the crisis so as to allow the proverbial frog in the pot to boil before he becomes aware of his imminent doom. In order for people to accept compulsory measures like these, they have to be deceived into believing that their life depends upon it. People don't seem to fully comprehend what is being given away in this desperate hour, but without a doubt they will feel it and, have, and long to have it back in the coming dystopian future. My sense is that we are losing something exclusively human. These masks actually are alter the way in which we view one another and that they shift our perception of others away from trust. Where, I mean, I, I'm sorry, but like when I'm, like I went to a grocery store last night and I, I, it's almost like there's two camps now, you know, the 40% that aren't wearing on them in the grocery stores in and the 60% that are. Now I'm not holding the workers there because I understand in order for them to work there, they've got to wear those masks. I personally wouldn't do it, but they're not in a position where, you know, they can negotiate with their employer. But I just, I, it's almost like two camps you know, where you look at them like, I don't, almost like the enemy. Because you know they'll narc you out in a heartbeat. You know that they're going to probably beg for the mark of the beast. You know they have not done their research at all. You know they're buying whatever the mainstream, lamestream, satanic media is telling them. Now, I'm not, I don't want to demonize every mask wear in the planet. I, and I understand there's elderly or whatever and, and, they, and they're not educated in these types of things, but it really is forcing you to like into another camp of thinking, you know, and I'm not even saying that's necessarily Christian, but it's like, you can't help the way you feel. There's, there's like these, these different tribes now where you go mask wearers and non-mask wearers. Now I know some parts of the country, everybody's wearing masks, I guess. Not, not in mine, not yet. You know, I'm trying to fight it tooth and nail. I'm putting out those COVID-19 fact sheets, you know, about wherever I go. Sometimes I run out of them, but I'm trying. And I just say, oh, COVID-19 updates for you. You know, I'm real positive. Give it to them. Oh, okay, wow. You know, I'm not, I'm not negative. I'm not trying to be confrontational. You can do it in a nice way, but I'm trying to get people thinking, lighting brush fires in the minds of men, and. Um, you know, obviously the prayer and, you know, fasting, if you feel led, are, I believe, the most important components of this. But it's 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 just a sad thing. Um, so he says, once we saw smiles in, in community, now we see furrowed brows, concern, and hazard. Yeah, because you get this sinking feeling if you're not wearing a mask. You know people are watching you and you're just waiting for somebody to say something snarky or or confrontational to you you're just waiting because you know you're gonna have to defend. i have my 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 uh official executive order uh from north carolina covid19 excuse right from the executive order it says right here if you have trouble breathing in a mask you don't have to wear one it says it right here in the executive order that roy cooper just issued now that's probably not going to be good enough for anybody but i really don't care i'm just my whole point is i'm going to be prepared you know and um 
I don't know. You just you could feel you could feel the the disdain. You know, when you go out in public now, if you're not wearing the uh, the satanic mask, you can feel it. I can at least. So, I feel we're jumping headlong into the dark abyss of fear, giving power and precedence to the inner authoritarian. And that as we forfeit bits of self-integrity to go along, to get along, we become envious and agitated with those who wish not to comply. So, we have that. Then, next report. Um, World Health Organization says there's virtually no spread by asymptomatic COVID-19 carriers. No spread by asymptomatic carriers. Vaccines and masks are pointless. In a stunning news, after five months of claiming the coronavirus could spread via asymptomatic carriers necessitating the lockdowns, the mass policies and mandatory vaccines, the WHO has now declared there is virtually no spread at all through asymptomatic carriers, meaning people that don't have symptoms that are positive for COVID-19, which, again, you're, the way that they do the testing, if you've even had a cold virus in the last two years, you're going to test positive for it. Because a cold virus is a coronavirus. It's just not COVID-19. But they, that's all by design on purpose. If you've had a flu shot, you're going to check positive for it. That's all by design on purpose. Because again, they had this all planned ahead of time. All at once, the WHO just obliterated any last shred of argument in favor of mandatory vaccines, mass lockdowns, quarantines, and contact tracing. This announcement should end all lockdowns and terminate vaccine research. It's all pointless now. Since the WHO says COVID-19 can only be spread by people who, ob who have obvious symptoms, who are very easy spot and avoid, to, to spot and avoid. And again, this is stuff I've that's on my um, my fact sheet, but I'm just I'm just going to go over it again because the insanity is is such at this point. All I can do is try to keep going over the basics and the obvious and, and reminding people of of what's widely available u.s surgeon general doubles down face mask increases virus risk uh u.s surgeon general jerome uh adams tuesday doubled down on his advice against healthy people wearing face masks to protect themselves from the coronavirus saying that wearing one improperly can actually increase your risk of getting the disease what the world health organization and the cdc have reaffirmed in the last few days is that they do not recommend the general public wear masks Adams told Fox News on Fox and Friends. That's the Surgeon General said that the World Health Organization and the CDC have reaffirmed in the last few days that they do not recommend the general public wear masks. There was a study in 2015 looking at medical students and medical students wearing surgical masks touched their faces on average 23 times. Now, I don't know if that's 23 times a minute, but... We know a major way you can get respiratory diseases like coronavirus is by touching a surface and then touching your face. So it can actually increase your risk. Then American Medical Association says face masks do not protect the wearer from transmission by others. American Medical Association just released a position paper on masks. Face masks should, and all of this is linked. I give you the reports and the actual links where this was all said and done so you can check it for yourself. The AMA just released a position paper on masks saying face masks should not be worn by healthy individuals to protect themselves from acquiring respiratory infections because there's no evidence to suggest face masks worn by healthy individuals 
are effective in preventing people from becoming ill. Journal of American Medical Association or JAMA, April 21st, 2020, volume 323, number 15. And there's a link to the report. It's because, the reason for that is because constantly our... Um, Oh, here, let me get to that point here. Okay, here's the reason for what that last statement. And this is another part of the, this report. Virus particles like COVID-19 are fall, far too small to be filtered out by the standard face mask people are wearing. Relying on a face mask like this to filter out a virus particle would be like putting up a chain link fence to keep out a swarm of mosquitoes. Can't be done. The virus particles are too small. Therefore, the masks will not protect you. The best yet unpractical way to do this would be, and I've said this for years, would be to wear a full face mask, gas mask, as the COVID-19 virus can enter through the eyes, which was proven by the medical doctors in China. So you wearing a mask, even if the mask did protect you, it doesn't protect your eyes. Your eyes are a mucous membrane. Supposedly this COVID-19 can get, can get to you through your eyes. So you would have to wear a full um, gas mask with an NBC nuclear biological chemical filter and a rubber gas mask sealed to the face. And you better not have a beard because that'll negate the seal on the gas mask. It's the only way to do it. Nobody's doing that. I mean, people out there, I'm wearing my mask. They're wearing some, some like patchwork quilt over their face I've seen. Alyssa Milano, I saw one of the things. She literally could see the holes in the thing. Like something granny knitted. But hey, it's, she's COVID because it's all about being in the club. That's all it is. It's not protecting anybody. It's making you sicker. It's causing respiratory acidosis. Which leads me to my next point. Um, well, here, here. Russell Blaylock, MD. Face masks restrict the elimination of virus recirculating... Uh, the COVID-19 virus into the sinus, nasal, and upper respiratory passages. By wearing a face mask, the exhaled viruses will not be able to escape and will concentrate in the nasal passages, enter the olfactory nerves, and travel into the brain. This is, who said that? Russell Blaylock, MD, a prominent retired neurosurgeon and author of numerous health-related books. He said it May 14, 2020. And then constantly wearing a face mask causes you to breathe your own CO2, your own carbon dioxide, at a far greater rate than if you were not wearing the mask. This will eventually cause respiratory acidosis, which is a condition that occurs when the lungs can't remove enough of the carbon dioxide produced in the body. It's a fact. And it happens instantly when you put a mask on. I played the videos. They keep taking them down. If they're on YouTube, they're taken down usually the next day. A lot of the links I put out that were originally on YouTube, they don't work anymore. Because the censorship is, is at a level that you can't even believe. Showing where they're putting the little CO2 sensors under the mask and they instantly start giving you the warning siren. That you're inhaling way too much CO2. And, you're, and you're, you will go into a uh, situation called respiratory acidosis. Excess CO2 causes the pH of the blood and other bodily fluids to decrease, making them too acidic. Initial signs of acute respiratory acidosis include headache, anxiety, blurred vision, restlessness, confusion, 
Respiratory acidosis is also a form of stress that will cause your body to secrete higher levels of cortisol, which will weaken your immune system as well without treatment or other, other symptoms may occur as well. These include sleeplessness or fatigue, lethargy, delirium, confusion, shortness of breath, and even coma. Keep wearing the masks. They're making a difference for Satan. And then more horrific mask warnings. Read this before you ever wear a mask. Wearing a synthetic mask, the person is filtering air through a synthetic material that outgasses the petrochemically derived constituents that most masks are made of. The masked individual is then breathing in those aerosolized toxic chemicals. Many of the sickest COVID patients already have various respiratory illnesses and or chemical sensitivity. So putting a mask on them is the worst thing that you can possibly do. All by design to kill you quicker. But hey, it doesn't matter as long as you're part of the club. Here are mask legal remedies and more videos proving the dangerous aspects of mask wearing. Okay, this is in the PDF for this date. First report, new CDC mask study finds no significant reduction in transmission when wearing a mask. There, you can click on that. Then, the toxicity of the face masks live. Uh, now, what I'm trying to do is give you links that are not YouTube. Because the YouTube links are, are taken down almost instantly. So, what I'll do is if I find something on the internet like one of these and it's on YouTube, I immediately search for it on the internet. And I'm trying to use, um, I'm using the two search engines now are Swiss, because, you know, this might change next week. Swiss cows. I'm, try, I'm trying to go to search engines that are actually, you know, um, uh, yeah, Swiss cows, I think, .com. It's just one word. And then um, the other one is onesearch.com. From what I heard, those are two of the best. Um, I, I've had pretty good results with them since I started using them. I can't say I'm thrilled, but I've had pretty decent results with them. Better than DuckDuckGo is useless now. Uh, StartPage is useless now. Any of the other ones. Google was always Big Brother. Uh, so what I'm trying to do now is find these videos if they're on BitChute or Brighteon or some alternative platform that's not going to get taken down. And then the next report, wearing a COVID-19 mask is dangerous. Air quality device proves masks unsafe for work. Watch this video. And then, well, this video was scrubbed off the internet. I did play it in time. It was the, with the one with the Ohio representative. He had the face mask with the three different boys. And he was showing three different face masks. They all were setting off the alarm within moments of putting them on. That got taken down real quick. That got sanitized from the internet real quick. Okay. And then here are some printable face mask exemptions examining the reality of what we've been sold and for a thoroughly legally binding mask exemption go to this pdf i give you the link there and then national movement started to oppose mandatory mask enslavement there's a link to that if you want to be pro i try to give as much proactive stuff for my listeners to do as possible not just prayer fasting and, and getting the word out but also a lot of proactive links that that you know you can use uh, then I had a listener write me this. She said, I wonder if some of the COVID-19 testing is actually DNA testing. 
I said, yes, I have reported on this recently, and this is a way that they're getting our DNA as well. And since so many of the test kits are contaminated or will give a false positive, that is another reason they're emphasizing testing to cause this insanity we are seeing on Drudge every day, more false positives, okay? And remember that one guy in Africa tested like a mango and like a goat or something, or some, these inanimate objects, and they were all COVID-19 positive because the test kits were contaminated right out of the gate. So you don't even have to have it. You get tested. Oh, you're positive. COVID-19. Who are you around? Let me see your let me see your cell phone. You're going to have some contact tracers be contacting you real soon. Be a good little Nazi. Do whatever you're told and then take your vaccine whenever it comes out. Here were just some other top headlines that, that I posted in here at the time when I wrote her. USA sets record for new COVID Thursday in a row at over 69,000 days. Yeah. Think of how many you got all the all the false positives. They're inaccurate. They're, you've got all of the people, anybody that tests positive or even does it, even comes in with a fever or a slight cough, they're positive. Then those 15 around them are positive. So this is how they're getting these, these numbers so incredibly inflated. Deaths climb again. Long expected turn for the worse. Docs warn will suffer tremendous fatality if there are no relocks, meaning if we don't lock down society again. Pandemic will last two years um wait times for test results jump to a week so they're trying to create panic over getting tested patients in 30 dies after attending virus party i thought it was a hoax but he's dead now um then states starting to crack down on rule breakers at fraternities an alarming spike texas governor warns of lockdown 250,000 cases by the end of the year. Patients swamp Sunbelt hospitals. Phoenix nearly out of morgue space. Florida County, 33.5% infection rate. Vegas bars orders to close again. Order to close again. South Carolina besieged. Alabama in trouble. Mississippi crisis. Atlanta to reactivate makeshift hospital. Growing cores pushes for renewed shutdown orders. This is all the lies coming from Drudge. The mainstream news outlets are, are something that should be prayed against every day, honestly, and to add to the prayer list. I think they're on there. I think it's not, I think it's kind of on there anyway, but it's, they're the ones perpetuating all of these lies. And then we have this, CDC says possibly less than half of positive antibody tests are even correct. The CDC has acknowledged that antibody testing can frequently be inaccurate especially in populations where there's a low prevalence of coronavirus. In fact, under certain scenarios, less than half of those testing positive will truly have antibodies, the agency says. That's from Forbes.com. But that doesn't matter. Then two people made a comment about that, and they said, one guy, Jim Bryant, said, I know someone that went for the COVID-19 test, filled out the paperwork. They ran out of tests, evidently, while they were there. And two weeks later, she got a letter saying, though, that she was positive. But she was never tested. You see the scam that this is? I mean, I'm not even giving you probably, you know, 50% of the scam that's really going on. She was never even tested. But she filled out the paperwork, so that's enough for her to be positive. And then another guy said, it's not the least bit surprising. I think there's such an incentive to provide positive results that they probably aren't even testing half the samples. Well, of course not. Of course not. Why you need to do that? And then why medical experts say COVID-19 PCR tests are scientifically meaningless. Lockdowns and hygienic measures around the world are based on numbers of cases and mortality rates created by the so-called you know, COVID-19 tests used to um, 
identify positive patients whereby positive is usually equated with infected but looking at closely at the facts the conclusion is that these pcr tests are meaningless as a diagnostic tool to determine an alleged infection by supposedly this new covid 19 virus at the at the media briefing on covid 19 on march 16 2020 the who director dr tedros adrenom gibirius sorry said we have a simple message for all countries test 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 this is coming from satan the message was spread throughout the headlines around the world, for instance, by Reuters and BBC, because that's how they know they're going to boost their numbers. You combine that with, with contact tracing and all of the assumptions they make with the phone apps, you know, 15 infected for every one infected, and they're not even infected. Well, that's how they're going to get their numbers up. Test, test, test. So to start, it is very remarkable that... Um, oh, th okay, so anyway... It goes on to say, this indicates that the belief in the validity of the PCR test is so strong that it equals a religion that tolerates virtually no contradiction. So to start, it is very remarkable that Kerry Mullis himself, the inventor of the polymerase chain reaction or PCR technology, did not think this. His invention got him the Nobel Prize in Chemistry in 1993. Unfortunately, Mullis passed away last year at the age of 74, but there was no doubt that the biochemist regarded the PCR as an inappropriate test to detect, to detect a viral infection. Okay, so the guy that invented this COVID-19 PCR test said that it is inappropriate to detect a viral infection. Totally inappropriate. The guy that invented it. The reason is that the intended use of the PCR was and still is to apply it as a manufacturing technique, being able to replicate DNA sequences millions and billions of times and not as a diagnostic tool to detect viruses. So it's being used in an application it was never intended for. And we're supposed to just believe that all these test numbers are real. How declaring virus pandemics based on PCR, PCR tests can end in disaster was described by Gina Colata in her 2007 New York Times article, which is entitled, Faith in Quick Test Leads to Epidemic That Wasn't. There's a link to that report right here. It's from the New York Times. So see, that by itself, this one little thing I just said about the COVID-19 PCR tests, totally blows the whole narrative about these, all the drudge reports and all, it totally blows every bit of it out of the water. Not to mention all of the other satanic things that they're doing to fudge the numbers and to inflate them. Then we have this, coronavirus becoming far less deadly as it adapts to the human host. No vaccine necessary, says doctor. A professor of infectious disease expert from Italy says the Wuhan coronavirus is already fizzling out. And that it is a and that a vaccine for it will probably already be obsolete by the time it arrives. Matteo Bassetti, head of the infectious disease unit at San Martino Hospital in Italy, told the British media that the Chinese Communist Party virus, he he calls it the Communist Chinese Party virus, the COVID-19, uh, as it is also called, is rapidly losing virulence and could disappear completely without any further invention. And I think that's why. They're so doubling and tripling down because they know this is happening. They know the death rates are going down. 
And so they're trying to create this other false lying satanic narrative to convince you otherwise. That's why this is all happening for that exact reason. Because they've all they've got now are lies. That's it. That's all they've got to rely upon are lies. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's where did I leave off here? Since the novel virus is already showing signs of decline in terms of infection severity, it is only a matter of time before it becomes a non-issue entirely with no vaccine necessary. The clinical impression I have is that the virus is changing in severity, he told the Telegraph in the uk as it turns out the wuhan coronavirus was was much more serious back in march and early april than it and that's when i was screaming about it that's when it was coming you know coming over here out of wuhan and i do believe they'd had a ton of deaths but again that was because they had twenty thousand five 5g base stations and because there's so much a higher propensity of the ace 2 gene in the orientals and because they were crammed in there like sardines and because they were already in a depleted nutritional state because that's just how it is in china you know and there were there were other there were other factors you know in that whole thing as well they've just been vaccinated that summer with some weird vaccine in the summer that set them up for this there were all these factors there in china that made it much worse and back then it was new and and you know the whole um it's just like being exposed to something for the first time if you've never been exposed to it you know but now later it's becoming much, much less virulent than it ever was. And it wasn't, you know, I, I, that's why you've, you've, you've seen this shift in, in everything where the death, the death toll is coming down. The chart I provided earlier in this PDF proves that. And that's there. That's right from like NBC news are confirming that, but they don't want you to know that. No, no. They want to downplay it. Okay, so then this it says um, it was much more serious back in March and early April than it is now with current patterns suggesting it to be far less serious than other common illnesses. It's less virulent than the common flu at this point. You know, uh, now in the past four weeks, the picture has completely changed in terms of patterns. There could be a lower viral load in the respiratory tract, probably due to a genetic mutation in the virus. Generally, when it mutates, it's going to weaken. Okay, Uh this mu genetic mutation in the virus, which has has not yet been demonstrated scientifically. Also, we are now more aware of the disease and are able to manage it. Bassetti is not alone in this assessment as doctors from the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center agree that the COVID-19 virus is rapidly becoming a non-threat and that people are not getting as sick from it as they once were. Whatever the case may be, the virus certainly does not warrant the draconian measures still being pushed on the masses as a supposed means of keeping it in check. Perhaps it is time to retake our freedoms and focus more on prevention in terms of building strong natural immunity to whatever our bodies might encounter. And then here's some related reports regarding this. I'll give you the links to all these. Huge, massive CDC fraud uncovered. CDC grossly overcounting active Chinese uh, coronavirus cases to keep their economies closed indefinitely because they want to crash the world economy and particularly america children again i've said these before but it's appropriate to say it now children have a 0.00 percent chance of dying from covid19 but are harmed for life by social distancing and mask wearing which has its roots in cia torture techniques uh, then covid19 increasingly being used to medically kidnap and traffic children ah another satanic agenda that's being fulfilled then another one so you think 
uh, wearing masks helps prevent COVID-19. We'll read the box. And I, I gave you the picture of that in uh, the teaching before last where you read the box on a on a set of um, new medical masks and it says right on there, this does not block COVID-19 virus. Again, because it'd be like trying to put up a chain link fence to stop a swarm of mosquitoes. It would not work. The virus particles are too small. And then patriots stand up to Governor Abbott's mandatory mask tyranny. Uh, busted NIH owns financial stake in Gates-funded coronavirus vaccine. We're going to cover that later. Uh, Biden says he would use federal powers to require mandatory mask wearing. I, I got into that another study as well. One sheriff says, don't be a sheep regarding the masks. Uh, sheriffs are calling for widespread civil disobedience. Yeah, so there are still some really good sheriffs out there. Uh, next report, bombshell. As Fauci admits COVID-19 vaccines won't work, he blames the anti-vaxxers for the failure of big pharma. Just like any devil would. A vaccine for the Wuhan coronavirus has not even hit the market yet, and Anthony Fauci is already admitting it will not be effective. Because of anti-vaxxers, of course. Of course. During a recent interview on CNN, Fauci lamented the fact that millions of Americans distrust him. The pharmaceutical industry, Bill Gates and others, pushing for everyone to get vaccinated once the Wuhan coronavirus vaccine is released. According to Fauci, a future vaccine for the novel virus probably will not work because nearly 30% of Americans have already indicated they will not be taking it. And see, this is what they're doing now. They're really trying to work on the rest of the population to pressure this 30% or however, what percentage it is that, you know, no, you wear the mask, you take the vaccine when the time comes, or you will be eliminated. That's, that's really the message that I believe they're trying to, to, you know, put out there. Um, he said, um, 30% of Americans have already indicated they will not be taking it now, not now, not ever. Because of this, he claims so-called herd immunity will not be possible, rendering the vaccine certifiably useless. Much like face mask, the face mask argument, the only way for a vaccine for the wound coronavirus will work is if everyone on the planet receives it. If even just a small percentage say no, then everyone will not be protected. And again, that makes no sense. If it's so whiz-bang wonderful, everybody's going to be protected. Why, why are you mad at me if I'm not wearing a mask? You're protected. You're wearing a mask. You get your COVID-19 a a vaccine, you're good. I can't do anything to you. You're, you're, you're bulletproof now, right? You got your COVID-19 Satan vaccine. Oh, I can see you from across the room from your light up Lucifer ace, uh, uh, digital ID quantum dot tattoo. Aren't you pretty? Glowing like a little firefly over there. So if even just a small percentage say no, then everybody else will not be protected for some weird, crazy reason. It's just insane. There is a general anti-science, anti-authority, anti-vaccine feeling among some people in the country, an alarmingly large percentage of people, relatively speaking. I hope I had so much to do with that. I really do. Because that's what started this ministry back in 06 when I did the avian flu presentation, the 14 city tour. It, the crux of that presentation were the coming force vaccines and how the 1918-1919 Spanish flu was caused by the military that got those vaccines back then. And then they exposed other people. And then one day men, Hale and Hardy, were dropping dead of the black death the next day that had got the vaccines. And then the, the ones that did live spread it. And that had a lot to do with ending World War One. 
if you want to know that, just key in Avion Flu uh, Scott Johnson on YouTube. Should be able to find it still. I don't know. Maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I've never had a problem finding it, but... Um, Fauci whined during the interview, further contending that the government has a lot of work to do to, quote, educate people about vaccines. Oh, yeah, and I'm trying to educate them as much as I can, too. You devil. Then we have uh, a listener sent me this. Um, Texas doctor finds a cure to COVID-19. I've had a lot of people forward me this this week, okay? And, okay, so this is medical doctor. Now, here's my response. I watched the first part of it. And I didn't have to get very far into it where I was extremely unimpressed with what he was saying. I said, yes, well, I would rather go this route, meaning what the medical doctor said, compared to a COVID-19 death sentence vaccine route that is the norm now. And I mean by the norm, the COVID-19 death sentence route was what I mean is, is and I know the vaccines are not available yet, but you know, you get the COVID-19 thing, they put you on a ventilator, they kill you. And then they get their 52 grand. Um, and then they get another statistic they can add. And then, you know, anybody that I was around, then they, they can become a statistic too. Um, yes, while I would rather go this route that this MD proposed, um, I sent the reply below to a listener that sent me this after I listened to the start of this doctor's interview. And what I said to her is that his cure, this doctor said, I've got a cure. COVID-19. His cure is an inhaled steroid that God supposedly showed him. And I have a question mark there. I said, sorry, but these steroid treatments are highly addictive and produce massive side effects. I had a ton of patients over the years trying to get off these steroid inhalers, which is very hard as they wreak havoc on the adrenal glands and other systems. I beyond question that, quote, God showed this medical doctor this. When going the natural route produces no side effects whatsoever. Like I've told you, colloidal silver, selenium, iodine, vitamin D3, zinc, okay, to name a few, elderberry, these types of things. That's the way to go. Why do we need to have a steroid inhaler and hydro, hydrochloroquine? Why do we need that? Well, hydrochloroquine, have you looked at the, the side effects of chloroquine and hydrochloroquine? Have you looked at the side effects? Suicide's one of the first ones. Blindness is another one. Oh, I mean, like 90 side effects. Why do I want to do that? When I could just go the natural route. Oh, can't do that. Gotta have something medical. Okay, well, I'm sorry, but I question that God showed him that. When it's so much easier than that. Just keep your immune system strong with the natural remedies that God put on the plant. God didn't, there's no, there's no plant growing steroid inhalers. I'm sorry, there's just not. Oh, wow, the steroid inhaler bush. Look, let's go over there. A new harvest, a new crop, let's pick them. No, but he did put things like zinc and selenium and iodine into the environment for our benefit. Now, what I did here is I posted my protocol for the coronavirus because I haven't posted this in a long time. I put out in my last health newsletter, I don't know, two or three people that had emailed me and I'm, I'm loosely saving their reports of how 
they were diagnosed with it and they did my protocol and they're better that's all i'm going to say okay i can't i can't say we're curing anything or anything like that okay and there's a disclaimer here the whole nine yards i got to put that there not claiming to cure anything all i'm trying to do is give the body what it needs so that the immune system is already a highly functioning rate so you don't so you never get infected or if you do you're an asymptomatic carrier that never even knew you had it and it's like getting measles it's like oh i had it didn't even know i had it body dealt with it thymus gland identified it and i'm good now i had a really good high level of calcium and selenium and vitamin c and iodine and these zinc and these things in my body, my body dealt with it and I never even knew I had it. And now my immune system's stronger as a result of it. That's the way the immune system is supposed to work. Okay. But anyway, I give you my protocol. Selenium, vitamin C, zinc, calcium, vitamin D3, and iodine. The, the two biggest things I do every day for my immune system are vitamin C. Okay. And I've got several brains to choose from now. More than I ever did before COVID-19 and um the calcium calcium magnesium you know like calcium yeah calcium magnesium is huge for the immune system i'm telling you i take it every day I take it before bed huge it's really good for energy but it's also if you take it before bed it'll help you go to sleep but i'm saying it's good for energy too uh vitamin c is good for energy because it's one of the primary things your adrenal glands has to have in order to stay healthy and adrenals have a lot to do with energy production if you're drinking a lot of caffeine you're gonna need extra vitamin c let me tell you or nicotine or anything like that all works it all that all strips vitamin c out of your body vitamin c is a gigantic component of immune system health those are the two things i do i mean i do zinc every day i do selenium every day but i feel like the thing that has the biggest impact on my immune system personally and i do iodine every day i feel it's the calcium primarily calcium with some magnesium and then the vitamin c and a good form of calcium your body can absorb those are the big ones for me and you're talking to somebody that got into alternative health because of kind of a low functioning immune system and i take this stuff every day i've got six different vitamin c's now got the innate c400 tablets that i had before i got the c complete powder back in stock i got the bio c1000 from biotics i've got the mega c defense gummies now which are great for kids um also the innate response c powder is also good for kids because it tastes so good i got a i got another powder mixed ascorbate powder from um i think biotic yeah biotics and then i've got an ester c plus 100 from douglas labs which is the primary vitamin c i take now because that stuff has man this this got everything in it it's got vitamin c as ester c and this is a really good one if you um uh if you have problems with the acidic part of vitamin c because some people can't handle the the good acids usually means your stomach line is too thin but an ester c is like a non-acidic form of vitamin c and then it also the second agreement is calcium an ester c calcium and then rutin and citrus bioflavonoids see those are the things that vitamin c needs to work in the body like if you ate an orange it would have rutin and the bioflavonoids in it in the c complex and then it, then there's a proprietary blend of quercetin and echinacea beta carotene these are all things excellent for your immune system and then pycnogenol which is the antioxidant pine bark really good this ester c plus from douglas labs i mean it's like it's it's the one i take now it's the vitamin c i primarily use 
And I kind of found it by accident because I was forced to go outside and look for other product lines because a lot of the stuff I couldn't get when this was going on. I was selling so much product and there was so much going out the door and, and they were just selling. They couldn't, they couldn't make stuff quick enough. So now my product line's much bigger, okay? So anyway, I list those here. I list the zinc I carry, the seleniums I carry. All the, I got five different calciums now, powder and tablet, all highly absorbable. And then... Um, the children line I have for the children, the, the D3 gummy, the elderberry gummy, the chewable vitamin D3, the multivitamin soft chew, um, which is like a multivitamin. And then um, the, the five different vitamin D3 products I sell now. And then the, I really like, I've got, I've still got the iodorol from the iodine that I have, but I really like this iodizine from Biotics HP. For the money, it's the best one I have. It's, it's, it's the most bang for the buck and it's just, I take one a day. Okay. So, and then if you want to know more, either email me at the contact page, tell me what you want. And, Cause you can, li I give you the prices here and everything. A link you can click on. Now you can't order from any of these links in the PDF. Okay. But when you do order from us, you support the ministry, you know, and you can, yeah, you could probably find these other places on the internet, but um, my prices are competitive, and if you order from us, you are supporting the ministry. And most likely, if you order somewhere else, you're not going to be supporting any kind of Christian ministries. But um, uh, I give you the links here that you can research, okay? They're not ordering links, but the research links, and then the price, my price, okay? And then you can either email me at this email address I list here, which is the normal one, the Johnson at ix.netcom.com, or use the contact thing and then i give you the link for coronavirus or sars and the mild silver protein okay and again i'm not saying we're treating it i'm not saying we're curing because you can't say that but i'm saying if if it was me this is what i would do you like let's say you had a full-blown something that was super serious and i at this point it's hard for me to say that about COVID 19 it really is knowing what i know knowing that that, that the mutations keep occurring knowing that doctors are saying it's becoming less and less of a factor you know, but see, they've got so much invested in this. They've got to double and triple down because they got to perpetuate the lie. And then let's go to the next. So I list all of that here. Okay. In the PDF. Okay. For this date, which is, um, uh, July 13, 2020 at contendingfortruth.com. Let's go forward. Government agencies coordinate to raid clinics and threaten doctors who help patients stay healthy during coronavirus pandemic. Please take part in this petition. There's a petition you could sign to stop the FDA and the FTC from further censoring good doctors and companies that could save more lives from COVID-19 and other infectious diseases. And again, this is such a satanic agenda. It's so obvious out in the open what they're doing. And it's just so obvious how evil they are because they want you to die or bare minimum get sick and go along with the plan. Whether guided by incompetence, ignorance, or malicious intent, the government agencies are now coordinating to censor doctors who do not, who do try to help patients stay healthy with the coronavirus pandemic. Behind closed doors, the Food and Drug Administration and the Federal Trade Commission and some state attorney generals are going after medical doctors and other healthcare providers who help patients overcome COVID-19 without a vaccine. <laughs> of course. In fact, the FDA and FTC have already sent out hundreds of warning letters. There's a link to that report. Threatening to shut down doctors, clinics, and companies that help prevent people and overcome diseases such as COVID-19. That's why I'm very vague about, I never say I cure, treat, 
learned a long time ago you can't do that i'm just saying it's what i do you know i know selenium's good for the immune system i know zinc's good highly antiviral i know selenium's highly antiviral okay i know vitamin c is too all i'm saying is put two and two together but make your own decisions you know um these doctors are being accused of illegally advertising nutritional products and antiviral phytochemicals that can reduce inflammation and boost human immune response by stopping viral attachment or viral replication. Now, see, if they were using drugs and saying they were treating COVID, I'd be fine. They'd be good because that fits into the medical pharma cartel model that typically doesn't ever really fix anything. And you always come out on the other side in a worse shape than when you went in, even, even if you got over COVID-19. You're not going to be in a stronger immune system state if you if you um you know took their drugs and did their steroid inhalers and these types of things even hydroxychloroquine you're not going to be in a stronger state it's not working with the body it's working independently that's how drugs work they mobilize whatever's in your body and that's why hydroxychloroquine doesn't work without zinc because that's what how that's its primary mode of action is it mobilizes whatever zinc reserves you have in your body and zinc is highly antiviral and it that's how they use it to treat malaria. Okay? And that type of thing. That's how hydroxychloroquine and chloroquine and quinine all work. By mobilizing your zinc stores. Okay? But what if you don't have your zinc stores? Well, it's probably not going to work. At all. It's like trying to whip a tired horse. There's nothing there. There's no, there's no gas in the tank. The gas has to be the zinc in this particular case. Now, what if you did zinc and calcium and iodine and selenium and vitamin C and the silver? Oh, man, now you've got all these different gas tanks that are full. Now you've got all these different um, eggs in your basket. You don't have to rely on one egg. You can rely on a whole basket of eggs. you got a whole, all these options. Your body has this plethora of options that it can draw from. Doesn't that seem like the most sensible way to go about things? This is what I've been doing in clinical nutrition since 1993. We were the number one clinic in Florida selling standard process when I started in 1993, me and a guy named Paul Finucane. Number one, which was a big deal. Big deal. We were turning two to three patients away every day. And then I married my first wife. Well, my only wife. She really wasn't my wife, though, from a biblical standpoint, because she'd been married two times before and it was bad. Had kids by other men and things of this nature. And I learned God's chastisement. I went through the valley for a long time because of poor choices I made with the female uh, sect. My fault. Totally blaming all on myself. My deal. Um, I kind of self-sabotaged myself big time. But for a time, you know, I was... <laughs> we, were, we were really... Uh, we were seeing a lot of people. A lot of people. And, um, but you know, God takes people through valleys at different times of their life. And I needed to have that done. I needed to have my, my butt kicked. I needed to be chastised. And the Bible says, if you be without chastisement, if you don't get it, if you say you're a Christian, even though I was a baby Christian and you be without chastisement and then you're bastards, which is like an illegitimate son. So I wasn't able to get away with stuff. I used to be able to get away with kind of got off track there, but yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, let's see here. I'm going back to this report here. Uh, uh, the act of helping an individual prevent and overcome infection, hospitalization, and death is considered now a criminal act. 
Isn't that wonderful? Isn't life grand? Because the FDA and the FTC does not allow anyone to imply that infections can't, can be mitigated, prevented, treated, or cured unless the healthcare pr practitioner is administering vaccines or pharmaceutical drugs that have been uh, approved through a costly FDA process. The process of approval, which costs billions of dollars on average, is reserved for the wealthy drug companies that have patents and investors that guarantee market exclusivity. As the government coordinates to gag doctors from sharing their knowledge on infectious disease, people will inevitably die and suffer. That's what this is all about. Money. The love of money is the root of all evil. You see it in the medical pharma cartel in spades. Only drug companies can use the FDA's randomized controlled trial approval process, giving a select few pill makers a monopoly on medicine. If doctors do not follow along with the monopoly cartel, they're gagged and threatened, their license to practice medicine revoked. Vitamin D, selenium, vitamin C, zinc are very affordable to manufacture and science shows that these nutrients and other natural antivirals stop viral replication and strengthen antibody resistance to infection. There's links to all these things that they're saying here. But doctors and companies are suppressed from sharing this knowledge and getting patients what they need in order to recover. All these wars Satan is waging against all, on so many levels, against the, the, the nutritionals, against the good MDs that want to use these things, against the alternative healthcare doctors that are wanting to prescribe these things, against that being said on the internet, against, you know, brainwashing you about having to wear masks and having to take a vaccine. And there's all of these wars that are going on right now to really vie for control of the minds of men you know that's why this ministry is called contending for truth we're trying to contend for truth obvious truth biblical truth nutritional truth i mean political truth uh you know truth in every area that we can point you in Next report, clear the way for the COVID vaccine. No nutrition, no supplements, no natural remedies will be allowed, though. The media is at war with the natural health world right now. The Lancet is at total war with the world on hydroxychloroquine. Now, this is written from a very pro-hydroxychloroquine angle. I'm not pro-hydroxychloroquine. I'm not. I mean, as a maybe a last resort, you'd have to show me a patient that didn't respond to all the things I just said. stuff that i would do if it was me and then they still okay maybe maybe you're 80 years old you've got history of respiratory infections maybe you need a little extra to mobilize your zinc stores okay go ahead you've done everything else give them some hydroxychloroquine fine fine just understand there's some really really serious side effects potentially with hydroxychloroquine and i'm not making that up that's right Go up Web WebMD and look up hydroxychloroquine. I'll give you the link here in a second. Social media is now at war, crushing posts, videos, and discussions about anything that works against COVID-19 and prevents it or beats it, including colloidal silver, vitamin D3, elderberry, zinc, uh, selenium, vitamin C. Bill Gates and the fraudulent Fauci are clearing the way for a dirty vaccine. The FDA is clearing the way. The CDC is clearing the way. The devil can wear a white lab coat, folks. And now he uses microchips, mercury, and human aborted fetal cells to make that vaccine you want so badly. Get ready, it's coming. The extortion is nothing new. The FDA and the CDC have been playing this card for a century. Even when Big Pharma and the CDC tested hydroxychloroquine against coronavirus, they purposely left zinc out of the equation. 
which it won't work without it unless you just so happen to have a patient with good zinc stores going in. But even if they had it at the initial onset, I mean, I don't know how much zinc it takes, but I would imagine it would take ongoing zinc with the hydroxychloroquine in order to really beat something quickly, you know? The hydroxyl part of hydroxychloroquine is just a catapult to get the zinc where it needs to go. So as it goes, mainstream conventional medicine and all their shame tested hydroxychloroquine without zinc so they could deceive anyone looking into this. Of course. We know, uh, you know that it had to do with the National Institutes of Health that led the way to deny 30 three million americans a cheap effective simple way to whip the corona but again i don't i don't agree with going that route it's so unnecessary it would only be necessary in probably like less than one percent of the cases if everything else that i said in my protocol was implemented okay and even if you used different vitamins from different manufacturers i still think you're going to get a pretty good result i mean i think you just i think form matters though you don't want to use a garbage form of zinc or a garbage form of calcium and there are garbage forms of zinc and garbage forms of calcium out there okay in fact that's more the norm and that's why i have my own product well the product line i recommend because i've vetted the things in there because i mean you could go get calcium calcium carbonate which is what they put in tums or rollades and it takes 13 steps to convert that to usable calcium in the body which is called calcium bicarbonate which is the only kind of calcium that you can use in the bloodstream Whereas there's other kinds of calcium that only take one step to convert to calcium bicarbonate. So it's just a much more highly effective calcium to use. Anyway, that's just one example. Um, people realize that if you take hydroxychloroquine with zinc and supplement that with D3 and vitamin C, there's just about a zero chance of that you're going to die from this genetically modified COVID-19 flu. Yeah, it's true. Okay, so now I'm just going to go over this real quick again. I have went over this before. This was a listener question I got from before. Vital information about the drugs, hydroxychloroquine, chloroquine, and quinine. What are the side effects? And yes, there is a natural way to get quinine. Uh, how do I get hydroxychloroquine or quinine and zinc? Please send me the links to the best things to buy if you sell them. And I don't. They're drugs. I mean, I've got zinc, obviously, but um, my response this is wendy actually she's um a longtime friend from uh the fort myers area where i came from i have done I, I told her i said i've done a couple of audio segments on chloroquine which is very similar to hydroxychloroquine but it appears uh but it appears by the side effects listed at the second link below and i give you that here in the pdf that hydroxychloroquine you're inquiring about is a little safer than chloroquine but that's not saying much okay because the the laundry list of side effects of both of them are gigantic and nobody's talking about that they're not talking about the laundry list of side effects because they're locked in on the fact that well they're trying they're demonizing hydroxychloroquine therefore it has to be wonderful no there's a lot of side effects guys and it's really bad okay both chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine have side effects of elongating your electrocardiogram qt waves Meaning that's, I don't know if it causes permanent heart damage, but it, that's not good, okay? This means the electrical activity in the heart is altered, which can lead to seizure, fainting, and sudden death. Also, permanent blindness is another side effect of them. And suicide is one of the main effects of chloroquine. Suicide. There's whole 
class action suits of people they've given it to in the military that are suing the government because they their I think their families are suing them because I mean they committed suicide over this. Okay, so it's there's got to be some demonic component with this stuff. It's pharmakia, remember. Root word for sorcery, pharmaceuticals, pharmakia. In the Bible is a root word for sorcery. Now, I said, now having said that, I have no idea where you could get it other than going to the medical route, meaning getting the drug, hydroxychloroquine or chloroquine. Also, I heard from an MD that quinine and Schweppes tonic water, which has quinine in it, are a natural form of hydroxychloroquine. It's probably where they derive it from. Just like they obtain the active component of aspirin, which is acetylsalicylic acid, from white willow bark. Okay, almost all of the things that the drug companies manufactured, they get those from nature, typically from an herb or like white willow bark or something like that. But see, what they do is they synthesize it, they take it out of its natural form, and then they can patent it and they can make a ton of money off it. And then it's not natural anymore and it always has side effects and now it's a chemical. Why can't they just leave it in its natural form? Well, they can't patent it in a natural form. So they can't make near the amount of money because they're satanic. Okay, the end of the day. Now, um, quinine is an ingredient in tonic water, which gives the tonic water its bitter taste. Quinine was first isolated in 1820 from the bark of the cinchona tree. Bark extracts have been used to treat malaria since 1632. Okay, now that is the way I would go. I would go with a bark extract. I would stay as close to the original way and stay away from the drug if I could do that. Okay. Um, so Schweppes tonic water and I think tonic waters in general have some quinine in there. Okay. But the most purest way to get it is from the cinchona tree. Now, I give you some more information there in this thing. But quinine, the drug, just like its two cousins mentioned above, can also have horrible side effects. And I give you the side effects of drugs. And it's drugs.com, right from the horse's mouth, okay? Not some biased whatever. This is what they're openly admitting to. Tonic water or any other quinine-containing food or drink doesn't have nearly enough quinine to treat malaria, though. The amount of quinine in any food is strictly regulated by the FDA. Any food containing the ingredient can have no more than 83 parts per million of quinine. Now, here's what I would say. If you were going, if you, let's say you had COVID-19, okay, okay, or, or a bad virus would probably be a better example. And then you, you had all the other goodies I told you about. The selenium, the zinc, the iodine, the silver, the D3, the calcium, the vitamin C. And you took some tonic water with the zinc, it would make the zinc work better. Now, in that particular case, think about this. You don't have to have some gigantic dose of hydroxychloroquine in order to make the zinc work because you got all you don't have all your eggs in one basket. You're not just relying on zinc mobilization to get the job done. You've got the C, you've got the calcium, you've got the iodine, you've got the D3, you've got the silver already in your system. So the zinc's just a bonus at that point. And you don't need a tremendous amount of quinine. So probably tonic water in that regard would be plenty to mobilize zinc stores and get it into your system better. You don't need some gigantic dose of hydroxychloroquine. The way we look at things in the way we treat things in the medical system is so warped. I don't like to put all my eggs in one basket. I like to work with the body, not against it. Let's give the body what, it's, what's it, what it needs, our God-given 
immune system can do amazing things if supplied the right tools. That's what I've been about since 93. And even before that, because I was had a huge interest in this before I even got into chiropractic college, which was like 19, probably 88, after I got out of high school. That's how I found the chiropractor I ended up practicing with back in Fort Myers, who's still practicing to this day, as far as I know. Um, so now, uh, if we go, here, here's what I suggest. Now, this is good because I clicked on this again. This is the best, most natural option if you wanted to get the bark form of quinine, which is what they originally derived all this stuff from from the beginning, just like they derived acetylsalicylic acid from white willow bark to get aspirin, okay? This is where it all started, which is the cinchona tree, okay? So I'll give you a link to eBay, and I'm going to say you got to get it on eBay, but um, the cinchona, quinine natural substance cinchona bark it's come way down 900 milligrams per serving 17 bucks a bottle right there it's right here on ebay now some of them are out of stock and some of them are still outrageously priced but i would get i would there's ones up there now you can get and what that'll do is it'll mobilize the zinc stores and it'll just be one more thing you can add to the to the to the puzzle to help you okay all right Let's go forward. Will COVID lead to forced vaccination and action alert? Public health authorities have told us that we can expect COVID-19 lockdowns until a vaccine is developed. Efforts to address vaccine hesitancy are ramping up because of this scamdemic. Potentially putting us on the road to mandatory vaccination for COVID-19. The government also has a financial stake in some of the vaccines. Oh, imagine that. Setting the stage for corruption. We're joining our friends at ANH International. Um, and there's a link to this, to calling for full transparency so Americans can educate themselves before making the decision about a COVID-19 vaccine. Now, listen, I get what they're doing, and yeah, I kind of am for it, but I'm not for any vaccine, no matter what they roll out. Full transparency, eh. You could say, we'll make it fully transparent, and it's all going to be lies. And then they could say, you're still going to be forced to take it, but we'll give you, we'll let you know what's in it. No, I don't believe any. I don't believe anything they're going to roll out is going to be nothing but pure evil. I've been saying that for years. It's all about defiling our DNA, and they're going to be cultured. They're they're developing these off aborted baby fetal cell lines. I'm going to prove that again in a second. They're DNA altering. They're going to have mi microchips most likely, and only God knows what else. Lucifer Ace, quantum micro dots, Bill Gates. My, I mean, <laughs> just you name it, man. It's going to be the trifecta of vaccine evilness. Anyway, they go on to say it's a shame that such a basic right must be fought for, but such is the nature of our broken healthcare system. It is deeply troubling that the government officials who help set up the vaccine policy have a financial stake in vaccines. This alone warrants full transparency. There's evidence that National Institutes of Health, or NIH, owns half of the patent for Moderna's COVID vaccine. And the NIH scientists have filed provisional patent applications that could see each of them collect royalties from the vaccine. This arrangement invites corruption and may help explain why the government let Moderna skip animal trials for the vaccine and infused $483 million from the Biomedical Research and Development Authority, or BARDA, to speed its, de excuse me, its development. So this, is, this all stinks really bad. The federal government has in total gifted $4 billion to Big Pharma 
to support the development of a COVID-19 vaccine, including $1.6 billion to a company, Novavax, that has never brought a product to market even. If taxpayers are going to support the development of vaccines, then surely we are entitled to the full data on their development, safety, efficacy, and all other pertinent data. The government is also gearing up for a propaganda war to make sure they get a return on their investment. Oh, I bet. An article in Science bemoans the fact that only 50% of Americans, now the other one said 30, they're saying only 50% of Americans are committed to receiving the COVID-19 vaccine. But don't worry. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is now working on a plan to boost vaccine confidence as part of the federal effort to develop a vaccine named Operation Warp Speed. And that's why I've been doing so much on this because I am trying to fight this tooth and nail and educate my listeners as much as possible so they can in turn educate others and pray about it to fight this. Because I'm telling you, this is the 800-pound gorilla in the room that's not going to go away unless there's divine intervention, really, at this point. Other groups are strategizing the, the best ways to convince people to get vaccinated, stressing the need for better storytelling. Yeah, it's all storytelling. It's all lies, fairy tales, or even recommending phone call reminders to get the vaccine to boost vaccination rates. As ANH International points out, public health authorities and the mainstream media refer to vaccine hesitancy as a public health threat that must be addressed. This, can, this ignores that trust has been eroded by these very same public health authorities constantly claiming that all vaccines are 100% safe uh, when that is clearly not the case. The U.S. Vaccine Court, for example, has paid out over $4 billion to families of children harmed by vaccines. The vaccine court exists because vaccine manufacturers are shielded from liability from their products. Informed consent for COVID-19 vaccination is crucially important. But see, the thing is, is though, you know, the informed consent thing, like I said, I don't care what they tell me. I, that's like going to Satan and saying, I want you to be honest, Satan. You better tell me all the pros and cons of this vaccine before i'll agree to take i don't even want them to even think i would ever take whatever satan would bring out i get what they're doing but it's like uh, they're acting like there's going to be this possibility i will take it as long as i know fully like you could trust satan come on so i've got a little mixed feelings over this anyway um Uh, the expedited development of the vaccine turns us, the patients, into guinea pigs. The manufacturers don't care. They will likely be shielded from liability. This is exactly why all the data from vaccine development must be made available to the public prior to the vaccine's rollout so risk-benefit can be accepted. Again, they're acting like they're opening the door that, that well, we might take it. It's a risk-benefit thing. No, it's satanic. That's all I need to know. We've already proven it's totally satanic and that they cannot be trusted. Um, but anyway, it says, actual alert, write to Congress, tell them to support the vaccine transparency. Please send this message immediately. Uh, again, I'm, I've got a lot of mixed feelings about that. Then we have this, Fauci talks winter again. Um, the elitists controlling the narrative continue to focus on winter. Previously, we had shown that the officials are predicting a dark winter for us. Then Fauci is now alluding to a COVID-19 vaccine in the winter at the end of 2020 or at the beginning of 2021. Predictive programming? Highly likely. The only real defense that is valid during this exercise is mass tyranny is a total refusal to comply with any and all government mandates. Yeah, that's the camp I'm in. Not, well, I'll do a risk-benefit analysis at the end and to see if the vaccine's 
like if it's not too bad for me i'll get no no that's not the signal we want to send to these these satanists these luciferians these pedivores these child molesters we, we don't that's not the message i want to send them that i'm going to play ball on any level with them you know i just i don't i that's my opinion we are in the midst of the largest psychological operation in the history of mankind the newest term being targeted toward the masses is the coming of the dark winter which is nothing more than the propaganda based lies meant to prepare the sheep for planned continuation and escalation of this fake pandemic in order to bring about world domination they the media the elitist hollywood officials the ruling class do this often they allude to something coming at a certain time and that way when it happens the masses are already programmed to accept it as normal and accept any amount of tyranny that will come in the form of slavery disguised as safety the elitists who plan this scamdemic from the beginning are, are now warning us that we are going to face a dark winter this is not about health it hasn't been from the beginning this is about control and they are trying to use fear to manufacture your consent to enslavement do not fall for it straight from the biggest player in propaganda and fake news cnn comes in on an article designed to terrify it says rick bright has warned congress of the darkest winter in modern history without a ramped up coronavirus response something that's literally phasing itself out something where we're literally getting a lower and lower death rate every day but it's literally less way less lethal than even influenza the common flu but we're all gonna die if we don't do everything they say biggest farce i've ever seen ever in all my history of reporting i've never seen anything so flagrant meaning unless you submit to even more tyranny and full and fully enslave yourselves to the ruling class it'll be a dark winter the lies coming from cnn and its contributors are unbelievable at this point it's hard to believe anyone tunes in anymore do not let these puppets of tyrant the tyrannical ruling class scare you anymore um then this one bombshell covid19 infection rate uh a new study published in the clinical infectious diseases finds that children who received inactivated influenza vaccines flu shots were 440 percent more likely to acquire infections of respiratory viral isn't that what covid19 is a respiratory viral pathogen which are not influenza because covid19 is a common it's coronavirus that's the common cold that's not viral influenza it's different so if you got children if a child if a child got a flu shot and this is from a medical journal clinical infectious diseases there's a link here is a here's a report right to the government it's in fact it's a dot gov web address that and it's entitled increased risk of non-influenza respiratory virus infections associated with the recipient of inactivated influenza virus vaccine found at this link at the national library of medicine okay published 2012 june 15th okay so if a child gets a flu va vaccine he is he or she is 440 percent more likely to acquire an infection of respiratory viral pathogens which are non-influenza with the aggressive push for influenza immunizations now underway which is just one more reason that they're trying one more way they're trying to kill us and lower our immune system 
Um, the medical establishment may be setting up children to be extremely vulnerable to coronavirus infections. Yeah, they're trying to do anything and everything they can do to lower our immune systems so that they can justify locking us down and, and um, you know, kicking our doors and force vaccinating us, ultimately. The study finds that flu shots quite literally inactivate parts of the human immune system. That's why when they give them to all the people in, in the, in the um, nursing homes that are already highly immuno, immune system compromised, they know they're going to get a ton of beds that free up every year because there's going to be a whole bunch of people launching off the elderly into eternity because they're going to die from the flu shot. It's well known in the, in the nursing home industry. That's when the beds free up in mass, Okay. Why would it do that? Because it quite literally inactivates parts of the human immune system. Flu shots. Rendering, in this case, the child more vulnerable to coronavirus infection. Well, do the same thing for an adult or an or a elderly person. Probably the elderly would be the most at risk. And that's why they give the elderly the really, really souped up version of the flu shot. They do. It's like triple potency or something. I read that ad not too long ago in here. Oh no, you, you got to get that triple that triple flu shot because we really want to see you dead quick grandma and grandpa now I, i'm not saying that to be disrespectful i'm saying that's what they're saying i'm saying that's what satan's saying oh yeah they love death and hell oh they're gonna love it down there they're gonna love hell they're gonna love hellfire oh yeah uh-huh i'm obviously being very sarcastic even more shockingly, the study also found no difference in the risk of seasonal influenza infections between those children who were vaccinated and those who weren't. Now, I don't even, the, the study I think is biased because I've known so many different people that get flu shots and then they get the flu. Like the next day. I've had patients that died within close proximity of getting the flu shots. I've told you those things before. So... Anyway, in other words, the influenza vaccine offered no protection against the, the flu. If anything, it sets you up for it. But it created a 440% increased risk and vulnerability to other respiratory infections. No benefits, just increased risks. Hey, where do I sign up? Why isn't everybody getting their flu shot? Come on. All right, I'm, a, I'm way over on time here. I'm going to go ahead and end part two. And we will go to part three next. God bless you.